the podcast that finishes your workday in a very Red Raider way. This is the Tech Talk Podcast from Double T 97.3, presented by Cantex Roofing and Construction. I'm Mike Hebert, owner of Cantex Roofing and Construction. Every day is game day, and we'll get it right when it comes to your roofing, construction, windows, and mirrors. Call Cantex Roofing and Construction today. Together, we are one serving you. Happy Tuesday. It is Tech Talk here on Double T 97.3 and Double T 97.3.com. Thank you for joining us. We are live from the first United Bank studio. Just a two-hour edition today as we have Red Raider basketball at TCU right at 5 o'clock. You can hear that here on Double T 97.3 or 100.7 The Score if you prefer the other station. You can call us on the Visual Edge IT hotline, 806 806- Seven seven one zero nine seven three, or you can hit us up on the Yates Flooring Center chat line. Thoughts, comments, questions, all of that. Welcome there. If you're ready, if you are ready to give out an official Texas Tech football prediction, now that we know the schedule, lay it on us. We'll take it. Take us anywhere with the mobile app. It's brought to you by Happy State Bank. We're also streaming live on Fox Thirty Four News now. And on YouTube, Clint Scott, Dr. Mike Gustafson, Brennan Riker behind the glass. Gentlemen, how are our respective Tuesdays treating us today? Gus, pretty, you've been busy. Pretty good, yeah. First pitch luncheon today, knocked it out. Um, did you knock it out of the park? I did. Well, yeah, maybe, I guess. I didn't do anything special, but uh, it just it went swimmingly. But that's what happens when uh, good people are involved. You know, that Fuddruckers nailed another catering, you know, Cafe Ventures, Mickey Rogers and his group that they nailed a that they nailed hamburgers for two hundred and thirty people, not a surprise. Civic Center people setting us up, making us look good, not a surprise. Good good day for travel for Emily. She got in. Emily Jones, of course, came in, emceed the deal. Mm-hmm. Or didn't emcee the deal, but she did her part interviewing Josh Young and most importantly we had some bling in the house because the Rangers brought the uh, World Series trophy, the World Championship trophy. Did you get to touch it? Polished it. I didn't put touch it, but I took a picture next to it. Absolutely. <laughs> hey, look, we get to do the swag thing. Yeah. Boom. And, uh, and uh, <laughs> yeah, and a lot of a lot of folks in Lubbock, Texas got to uh, see that thing. And I think the, yeah. So uh, if you, if you, and then, and then, you know, I've, interviewed coach blackwood at lava christian of course they start the season here in 72 hours up in lawton against cameron and brennan's all decked yeah, out he in is and he and, I, gear. he and i just talked about it yeah. in the last segment of jamie and jamie and uh choice me and him were in there talking baseball and love a christian and all that and and then uh coach tadlock came up there with me and we did a little preview thing and then handed the stage over to emily and josh and it's just pretty cool to hear josh tell world series stories like it's kind of surreal and if if you want if you know if you weren't able to go mm-hmm. and you're listening to us you're like man i really wish i could have heard the words spoken by josh young we will have that today we will get some of his thoughts and comments from that first pitch luncheon um speaking of lcu though i mean brennan is incredibly excited to take a trip to lot in oklahoma right i hear you might go a week early and just hang out, get a feel for the area. Uh, I, I plan see. on getting sick before that. So go see Fort Sill. <laughs> you plan on What's getting that, sick, man? I don't. Wow, that's a terrible attitude, man. Well, I gotta I tell you, I don't want to go to Lawson. I'll go anywhere else. <laughs> I don't want to go to Lawson. Well, I, I, I let me rephrase that. I, I limit the places that I go to. So no Lawson, no Silver City, 
in No Laredo. Well, those those last two game. are like a different different level of uh, mileage there. Lawton's Lawton's about four hours, I guess, so that's not too bad. But the uh, yeah, the, those <laughs> not skipping out on Laredo and Silver City as you saying you didn't want to drive sixteen hours. Gus, I don't know about you. But you know what I'm hearing is we may have a, a little bit of an, an LCU diva over there. Like I will be in my trailer if I do not get all green M and M's. Not exactly. <laughs> they they have not given me a trailer. I mean, it sounds like Brennan just laying down the law over there at LCU. I feel like which is a school just run through you. These are no, my demands. No, the, the, this is the, the the team's more than welcome to go to lots, and they. They're the ones competing, and uh, you know we support them in all their competitive endeavors. Yeah. Okay, just making sure. Just sound pretty, I would say, uh, aggressive from behind the glass. He's not scared, is he? No, Brendan's never scared. No, I wouldn't think yeah. so. I know enough about his high school football career. No, he wasn't scared. <laughs> he not. Maybe he should have been a little bit more. Maybe Maybe should have been. Maybe he might. Have, he should have gone at a little lower on that one guy and just. To yeah, that, what that was happen. the only thing. Just go a little lower. Low, and that, were, that would have resolved. Yeah. that issue. You a name for the kneecap? You might have been all right. <laughs> Somebody immediately on the chat line said Brennan isn't even old enough to drive. Uh, wasn't wasn't there? Uh, wasn't he forty? Wasn't that what was being said there for a while? Brennan yeah, I'm was a actually, man. I'm forty. You're a man. You're forty. Yeah. I'm going back to school to get my degree. Hmm. Hmm. That's good. You're gonna grow out a mullet. You're going to commit to that? Carry around a newspaper? We'll see. <laughs> All right. Maybe in time for OSU week. Uh, we will have an OSU week. We will get into the entire Texas Tech schedule. We will uh, get into a basketball game tonight. Had one game played last night in the Big 12. Uh, depending on how you viewed it, on yeah. one hand, it's always nice to see Texas lose. That was nice. But on the other hand, if you're doing the uh, the record math, that was a pretty big road win for Houston last night uh, that went to overtime. Yep. And just uh, another brutal game in the Big 12. Yep. And uh, Houston, uh, excuse me, the Longhorns mustered up, you know, some courage and hung in that game because they were down, I don't know, what, 12 or so um, late in the first. And uh, – you know, I, I looked away or switched it or whatever else and came back, and it was a four-point game, you know, with, I don't know, nine, ten minutes left in the game. Like, mm-hmm. well, here here they come, and the crowd had reengaged a little bit, and, you know, and, and that was that was tooth and nail, really, all the way to the end, of, including overtime. But, uh, you know, just a uh, – just a, yeah. Wor- worst play – because, I, I mean, look, it was at home. Texas was looking for a big win. Um, I, I – just to be, you know, in, in that kind of striking distance. And they had to come back a little bit against Houston, uh, you know, about midway through the second half. Um, I, I thought Texas played really, really good basketball for the most part, but they had the dumbest play I have seen in a in a crunch time game in the Big 12 so far this year. Now, that's without studying every single game that's gone down <laughs> to the wire, but Tyrese Hunter, when you have a chance – you know, 30 seconds left. You have timed it up after a stop with the shot clock to, you know, get a shot yourself, hold it for the last one, maybe walk off on a win on your own home court. You know they're probably storming the court on that fourth-ranked Houston, and you decide in transition just to jump with the ball in your hands, nowhere to go, 
And then, you know, here's Shed. Why don't you have the ball? Of course, they miss, and it goes to overtime. But, I mean, that was horrible, horrible player management. Um, and I also think that's been, uh, you know, for a Texas team that is talented, it's stuff like that that's been the difference where they're not viewed as, uh, you know, the maybe elite in the Big 12, but yeah. obviously still a really good Big 12 program. I'm kind of sitting on that bubble, hovering in the yeah. 40s RP or net ranking, mm-hmm. and and they're you know they they've got now opportunities are still out there, but they got to do some winning. There's no doubt mm-hmm. uh, opportunities are there for them, but they're you know it's way too early to say time's running out. But they you know they're they're using up some of their inventory because they've now dropped three home games. They're going to have to go get a couple of quad ones on the road, which again. You're going to have several chances in this conference, including one here in Lubbock. Uh, now I'm afraid to say this wrong. Tell the dude behind the glass it's not Lawton, it's Lawton, right? Did I yeah, say it right? I, I said Lawton. Is that what I said? I don't know. You really sounded like you were going full two sentence yeah. hard Lawton. 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 No, it's not. Okay. We got to get better. By the way, Kazaza <laughs> was right. We'll get to headlines next. Tech Talk on Double T 97.3. podcast put together with red raider fans in mind this is the tech talk podcast from double t 97.3 presented by cantex roofing and construction welcome back to tech talk here on double t 97.3 and double t 97.3.com clint scott dr mike gustafson brendan Riker behind the glass taking care of us <laughs> shutting things down there will be no music uh we'll start with what is on the airwaves tonight We'll have Texas Tech basketball at TCU, 5 o'clock. We'll end a little bit early and hand it off to Hacks and to Level. Uh, TCU enters 25th in the country. You are 15th in both polls. This is the first of two games that you will see TCU. You'll have a return trip where they'll come here back to Lubbock uh, on February 20th. TCU, uh, just like you, entering on a two-game Back-to-back winning streak. Uh, the Horn Frogs have gone four and three in Big Twelve play. They are fifteen and five overall. We will get into it here momentarily. You also have high school basketball on tonight. Friendships over on Sunny ninety-seven-seven tonight. Of course, with Tech here on Double T ninety-seven-three, they move over to Sunny ninety-seven-seven. Girls at 6, boys at 7.30. They're at home against Midland High. Then, 93.1 Texas FM. Liberty Basketball is at home as well. They're taking on Abernathy. Girls at 6.30. Boys at 7.30. Of course, you are not uh, the only Big 12 program in action tonight. As Kansas is at Oklahoma State. And there went my schedule. That's all you get. Uh, <laughs> speaking of schedules, Gus, yes, indeed. the big one today, big news, Texas Tech and the entire Big 12 saw the full schedule be released. And uh, we knew the first three with ACU, Washington State, and North Texas. But now you get the Big 12 slate, and you'll start off September 21st at home against Arizona State. After that, you are at home against Cincinnati, on the road to Arizona, home against Baylor, at TCU, at Iowa State. So back-to-back road games there. Home against Colorado, uh, Oklahoma State 
on the road as your second to last game. And then our boy Kazaza, we trust yes, him forever. Yes, yes, indeed. His his word is Big 12 gospel, at least for West Virginia, as they are your Thanksgiving weekend game. That'll be November 30th, a Saturday. That'll be a fun sports weekend. Got uh, Red Raider hoops versus A&M on Black Friday and then come back Saturday. Of course, we don't, don't know the game time for that, but come back Saturday at some point for uh, – for a Big 12 matchup, final home game as as uh, Thanksgiving weekend athletic weekends go. That's uh, pretty good. Uh, your other matchup, here we go. Oklahoma is at Kansas State tonight. That was the only one I couldn't remember. Yep. Uh, which is an interesting one. Yes, there. it is. Uh, just because Oklahoma and Kansas State, they're, they're, like the, they're like the reverse of your game. Yeah. Where you got... Two teams who are entering off of back-to-back wins. They're entering off of back-to-back losses and now trying to uh, avoid the dreaded three-game losing skid there in the Big 12. Um, at Manhattan, makes it a little clearly tougher on Oklahoma, but that'll be an interesting one to uh, watch. Yeah, uh, and, that's a, and that's one of those games for both, well, for, for K-State especially is, is uh, you know, they got to they gotta do some home court protecting there as well. You know, yeah. it's it's almost like the the you know the Sooners need to go steal one because they've now dropped a home game. But the you know K State in that game where they're two you know sort of middle of the pack teams. We talked about it yesterday. Kansas State's net ranking is in the seventies. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're they're in trouble. I mean, they they need to go on a heater. Not you know that just hold and serve. Probably not going to serve them well. Like they, they need, they need uh, W's and they need a bunch of them. So you know, like protecting home floor and then going and getting a couple on the road that that turn the committee's head. Because if they just sort of play this out as hold and serve, I don't think they're getting in with that seventy net ranking. Well, and and they're one of the few teams in the Big Twelve that really hurt, didn't just help but hurt themselves in the non-conference. Um, because you, you look at what they did pre Big Twelve, and you know they played down to some teams, and then they had a really bad loss against Nebraska, and uh, they played a couple of good teams uh, in you know Miami and in USC who were ranked at the time, and then lost both of those. Right. And so with Kansas State, they were ones that really needed to make up for it in Big 12 play if they weren't going to be a bubble team or be on the outside looking in. Um, and so tonight for them feels – I think right. I think this one's more important to them than it is to Oklahoma, too. And that's resume-wise. The, yep, I agree. And that's the that's part of the uh, home – you know. The, and the whole – yeah. Yeah, it's it's part of the hold and serve type deal. Sure. But again, where that where that net ranking is, that's a big number to make up. That's a big number to move that from in the seventies to in the forties and on the bubble. And I mean, they're they're in trouble without, you know, I I, I don't have their schedule from me. Don't need to worry about it. Not my problem. But they, you know, they probably need some kind of a nine out of their last twelve heater. You know what I mean? Like they need to, they need to tear it up. It's funny you say schedule in front of you. So Kansas State, um, Oklahoma tonight, and then on Saturday they'll go to Oklahoma State, um, which even though they just picked up 
you know, their first win for the Cowboys. Still, if you're if you're going to go on the road right now at this time where you're struggling, Oklahoma State's probably yeah. the lead dog yeah. of where you would want to go there in Stillwater. Um, not saying it's you know just they can just roll out of bed and go win that game, um, but if they if they were to win tonight against Oklahoma at home and then win a road game, you know maybe the uh, the panic wouldn't be there. But on the other side, if you lose tonight and you are three games back and then you're looking, okay, we absolutely have to win at Oklahoma State, and then after that you get Kansas coming to town, you go to BYU. I mean it's. It's it's what everyone is in the Big Twelve. You, you want to avoid these losing streaks because it doesn't get easier for anybody and, on the backside when you're looking down the rest of the schedule because it's just so tough night in and night out. And Clint, I think it's 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 akin to what Dickens and I talked about this time last year in terms of of uh, you know like well here's where we are at this point in time and it's not ideal, but every opportunity in the world is ahead of us because you're going to play. You know you got games with with a bunch of quad one and quad two type teams. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's the, it's the blessing in the yeah, curse of the big 12 you bet. because opportunity will always lie ahead, but it is not easy. <laughs> yeah. And when you dig yourself a hole, yeah. then, you know, there, there's some, as opposed to like, we can go through those net rains and not, it's not anything worth listening to, but you and I could run through those net rankings of some of these other teams and other conferences and go, Hey, you're, they're screwed. Mm-hmm. They just might as well get, get ready for the, for their conference tournament and try to heat it up and win it because they're not going to climb out of that 70 or 80 net ranking playing a bunch of 70 and 80 and 90 net ranking teams. Right. You know, like you need to be playing these quad one type games, these, these road games against the top 75 or home games against the top 30. And, this conference that we're in offers multiples of those type games. We talked about you know the ACC and the Big Ten yes. being in worse spots than what they're used to. This is where you know again blessing and a curse, but it is a benefit of being in the Big Twelve because if you're sitting in that seventy range and you're in the ACC, uh, as difficult as it is to climb your way out of a hole, you know by having to win those games in the Big Twelve. I would say it's arguably harder to do that against ACC because in the ACC because you don't have as many of those opportunities to go get. So even if you're winning maybe some lower-level teams as you try to bounce back, um, like look at the boat that Clemson's in right now. I mean, that was a ranked team, and right now when you're doing the math of, hey, how many teams are the ACC actually going to get in? Like, is there a world where they just get in three or you know, what is that going to be for? Regardless, a lower number than certainly what they're used to. If you're that like since or that Clemson team, boy, you feel extra shaky right now because the opportunity isn't there. Right. Right. Like right. you're not going to get this chance to to climb through wins or losses, by the way, because you're playing other teams on that plane like you're talking about. So uh, it's that rising tide, you know, whatever raises all ships or whatever the saying is, but that's it. I mean, this conference helps elevate everyone, and and those conferences that are having tough years, you know, they can only look around at that thing. And go, man, we got three or four games left against the top of this league against conference type, uh, excuse mm-hmm. me, NCAA tournament type teams, and that's it. I'll tell you what. When we come back, we will jump into the Texas Tech football schedule. Hey, yo, Tech Talk <laughs> next on Double T ninety seven three. It's every Red Raiders favorite podcast. This is the Tech Talk Podcast from Double D 97.3. Presented by Cantex Roofing and Construction.
Happy Tuesday. Thanks for joining us here on Tech Talk. You've got us on Double T97.3 and Double T97.3.com. Hit us up on the Yates Flooring Center chat line. Thoughts, comments, questions, reactions uh, to the schedule release for Texas Tech football. If you want to go ahead and give us a, you know an official, official prediction, <laughs> immediate reaction, we'll take it. And we'll also take it to heart. Uh, we got this on the Yates Flooring Center chat line. Uh, now that the Big 12 is 16 teams, how will the Big 12 champion be determined? Is it two divisions and the winner from each play each other? So it's still just so it, you're in the uh, the boat where your Big Twelve champion after the regular season will first go by best record, and then if there's a tiebreaker, it'll get into that fun stuff of like head to head and percentages, um, which, I, to my knowledge, you haven't seen a conference have to go to that yet. The ACC was almost almost a super fun storyline. Because there was like North Car- at one point it was like North Carolina, Florida State, and Louisville, um, and th- neither of them played each other, and so you weren't going to have the head-to-head. And if they all won out, you know, or same record, then they would have to go to that, and somebody would be sitting there going, like, "Oh, well, we should have been, you know, in the ACC championship game." Um, so that will be what yours looks like. Um, you're still having the the convers- although I think. Gus, tell me, tell me if you disagree. Um, now everything's allowed to change whenever you get into the season. But what did we say, and everyone say about like the Oklahoma schedule? It's like, oh, of course, Oklahoma and Oklahoma State. You know, they get the easy schedule. I'm not exactly sure if you can say that with anybody in the Big Twelve with as even as it is. I. That being said, I don't hate that you don't have Utah or Kansas State on your schedule because yeah. those. Those maybe would qualify as your two, you know, tougher teams on the schedule, but sure. uh, I just I don't think that that conversation uh, is as present in in this year's Big Twelve. Yeah, and Tech with Utah and Kansas State specifically, those are teams. I remember how the schedule was released. A four-year block mm-hmm. was released. Now, what 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 we got today was when you're playing these teams. What we knew back in whatever, November or December, yeah. that here's your four home games or whatever, four road games in the Big 12. Here's your five. Here's your five. Yeah. And we can do the same thing for 20, 25, 26, and 27. We, can, yeah. we know who we're playing and where we're playing them. The releases that happen this time of year every year are going to be the ones that say, okay, we've got three straight road games and our open date is here or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh but in and so in this four year stretch, we play Utah twice. We play Kansas State twice. Mm-hmm. So, um, but yeah, what was your original question? I I just, just you were you were just talking about I, being I, glad we're not playing them. I I don't think that there is a quote unquote. Well, this team had had what I view as an easier right. schedule in the Big Twelve this year, even in a Big Twelve where you don't play everybody. Um, I just I just think it is that even. Yeah. in the conference from I, from what I how I view it. And I agree especially when you look at it going in. You know, and we look about the new we look at the new conference going into the schedule and go, and I don't know what we're about to embark on in terms of you know, it, and and this goes back to a phrase that I used with Aaron a year and a half ago. 
know, th- this new South Southwest Conference, good grief. This new <laughs> Big 12, what, 4.0 or 4.0. It is, is, you know, we're all playing with a similar salary cap, which is just a fancier way of saying we're all playing with a similar budget, or it may be just an acknowledgement of, hey, there's no A&M, Texas, OU with budgets that are like outliers. Mm-hmm. You know, most of us are. And so, um, you know, does, does that, immediately equate to wins and that kind of thing i don't know but um you know that that's that's one of the things that's intriguing about it it feels like there's so much balance in this league it could be really fun and you know at least for the time being especially with four new schools coming in to join four schools that came in last year it's hard to really look at it and go oh utah's got to step up on everybody else you Mm -hmm. know teams are going to have Ooh, they've got a good senior quarterback, or they've got a veteran group, or whatever. They've recruited well recently, you know, that kind of thing. But it really is hard to sit here and just go, well, there's OU again. You know, you mm-hmm. can bet they're going to be up there at the top somewhere. It's just hard to say that about anyone on this list right now. It'll reveal itself to us in December. We can look back on it and go, boy, BYU sure had the cupcake schedule, or whoever. Mm-hmm. Maybe we do. Who knows? But. I'm with you in that this is a good year, it would seem, to skip Utah and K-State because I think we talked about those two last, I don't remember exactly what it was, either earlier this month, I was even thinking December, because there were some gambling odds that were like, I think the gambling odds were, you know, a money line type bet on next year's national champion. Mm -hmm. And the two... You know, the two that weren't eight trillion plus, you know, outlandish odds were, I believe, Kansas State and uh, Utah. Hmm. And so Vegas is sort of now, they won't, I'm not saying they were right up there at the top. I'm just saying they were the only two Big 12 teams on the, and, on the and list. And all that is saying is that is how they view the Big 12, right. as those, as those, th- those two are going to be your favorites to win. The Big 12, at least from from at those, least, from those odds, yeah. because all right. you know you win the Big 12 and you're in. Uh, and so, if you were going to have odds to be a national champion, you obviously have to be into the play. You have to right. be in the playoff. Um, but even then, I don't. I, I, whenever you get to the point, and and we're getting closer to the season, and we're getting in the summer, and you start to see odds to win the Big Twelve, I'm curious how how thin that line's going to be from you know what could be, I don't know, five six schools. I, I think you can make a case for. Um, a lot of teams right now that should have valid Big 12 champion dreams. Mm-hmm. And that's not even talking about to the ones that are maybe valid's the wrong wording, but like a couple behind outside of that six going seven or eight going, okay, I'm not buying into it, but I don't think you're just saying the craziest stuff, right? Because yeah, sure. again, it's just the you, you're going to have a... Like you said, an even Big 12, you were talking about the budget side and kind of that, that you know, that part of it. But even like the recruiting part doesn't feel like anyone just has a, a recruiting clutch. Uh, hopefully that's what you're headed for right now with as well as you've recruited. Um, Roster-wise, just talent-wise, it doesn't seem like anybody is just head and shoulders above the rest. I think it's gonna uh, going to equate closer to a conference, at least in the first couple of years, um, where you're probably going to have a Big 12 champion with a couple of losses yeah, in there because I just think everyone is going to be able to beat everyone. It, it's it's like how I view the the conference in basketball 
Mm-hmm. Except you're no one's saying that the Big Twelve yeah, is the best I football conference I don't in know America. That, yeah, and I don't. It's, it's it may be the levels. most even. Yeah, but I don't. That's that's, right. that's where even. It, again, it's not the the level of what right. Big Twelve basketball is, but I just feel like you know on any given Saturday or whatever that some in, anyone in the conference mm-hmm. can beat someone. And and again, after you start playing games, you'll figure out what the tiers of the conference are right now. Mm-hmm. It just feels like everyone is going to be for the most part smushed together. Yep. Sure. And no you it's, and sure you can say okay well Houston Cincinnati is probably in that smush going to be in the bottom end of the smush, um, and then like your Kansas States and in in Utahs they're probably closer to the top end of the smush, but it just all seems so even right now, which is I mean opportunity wise incredibly exciting. Yep, no doubt, no doubt. I I uh, yeah here here we go. I mean. It's yeah. Today's today's a cool day. Just a fun day to look ahead and have this sort of, you know, have this literally in the notebook here, but just (laughs) not it, but in the proverbial notebook, and just to be able to look at things and and uh, you know think about the. I mean, I'm excited. I don't know, you know. I assume construction on the south end looks like it's zipping right along, at least on the south end stadium structure. But it's a fun thing to think about that season opener on Labor Day weekend. And think about that thing being South End being done with the double T. And I don't know about all the football. I mean, they're you know they're, they could somebody can speak to that. Not me. I don't know. I know one thing that that crane doodad was over there moving two Sundays ago. Like Sunday uh, is the operative word. Like they're getting after it. Uh, they probably wouldn't yeah. let someone operate that if they called it a crane doodad, right? No, probably not. Like I'm, I'm crane doodad certified. I'm just telling you, I looked Take over there moving. <laughs> hey, uh, Jason Mills, 100% my fault. Just an email. Hmm. Hurt you, you, you're, you're hurting the fans. Yes. Who? The, the fans? Yeah. The, the one you having to apologize. I know. I, yeah. I missed it. Totally. I apologize for him. The podcast that finishes your work day in a very red Raider way. This is the Tech Talk Podcast from Double T 97.3, presented by Cantex Roofing and Construction. Phil and Tom, one and the same. <laughs> same vein. I like a good analogy like that. <laughs> yeah, me too. Well, I, I guess I shouldn't be like, yeah, I love that analogy when it was mine. But I'm saying I also love analogies. I wrote it. Yeah, uh, <laughs> it's oh, here. That's fine. You own that, dude. Own it. To be incredibly arrogant about a Tom oh, Brady, man. Phil Collins. It is Tech Talk here at Double T ninety seven three. Happy Tuesday! Thank you for hanging out with us, Clint Scott, Doctor Mike Gustafson, Brendan Riker behind the glass doing all the wizardry. Uh, we will have Texas Tech basketball here at five o'clock. So only one more hour with us. Of course, they're at TCU. Should be a uh, another tough road game. Uh, excited to see what you can do, boy! I tell you what, you, you get—I mean, it'll be three wins in a row, but two back-to-back road wins uh, against two good opponents. Mm-hmm. Man, yeah. as good as you oh already, gosh. as good as you already feel about the season right now and the team. I mean, for me, it's just gonna multiply it by a couple. Just keep—it's gonna keep ramping up. Uh, five o'clock start time. Double T ninety seven three. You can also hear it on one hundred point seven the score. Same start time. If you're looking for high school basketball, friendships at home against Midland High uh, with Texas Tech here on Double T 97.3. Friendship goes over to Sunny 97.7. 
girls at 6, boys at 7.30. If you're looking for Liberty basketball, they'll be over at 93.1 Texas FM tonight. 6.30 start time for the girls, 7.30 for the boys. They are at home as well, taking on Abernathy. Uh, let's get some thoughts from the Yates Flooring Center chat line. Uh, Shelly said, it's been a week in uh, Lawton summer of 96 for debate camp. Very Ooh. odd experience. That's interesting. We played in a uh, Colt League, Colt League, like all-star thing. Basically, we had won the, I don't know, we won the thing here in Lubbock, and then we went to DFW and mm-hmm. won. It was in Colleyville in a, in a chicken coop. Like back when we all thought of Colleyville as like being out in the country. You know, now it's like ritzy, but, um, yeah. And then, and then we went to Lawton and had we won in Lawton, we would have gone to like the Colt league world series. We got beat by Rome, Georgia and Baytown, Texas. But that, Uh. but that's the, I mean, in, in 1983, well, I would say this, that was before travel ball really got going and, Mm and all those, I'm not saying it didn't exist anywhere, but we didn't really do it. And so our only sense of getting to travel to some place, you know, to play was like, Hey, we got to win, you know, we got to win this deal here and we can get to go like, like for us. And this is the honest truth. And it was on that trip. I think that it was like, Hey fellows, if we went, you know, I'd gotten a Rangers schedule or looked in one of my magazines, like, Hey fellows, I'm looking at the dates here. If we win this thing in Lubbock, when we go to the, when we go to Dallas, we can go to the Rangers game that night. You know, Mm -hmm. like when we're like, you know, just the world seemed a whole lot bigger back then. Mm Mm-hmm. And sure enough, we won. It was like we drove down on Tuesday and went to the Rangers game, and then we played on Wednesday or whatever it was, and then Thursday, Friday, you know, whatever the tournament was. Um, yeah, but and 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 Lawton itself and Cameron, all the, as I recall, the facility back then, as I recall, it was kind of an older stadium, and I don't know enough about it. Brenna may know, but the whether they're playing in an older ballpark. You or, got. A, I don't know if you saw. That, you got a quick note from. Uh, yeah, that's fine. I understand. But how about Oklahoma Christian? I'm not sure about Cameron. Though. Yeah, and I, I don't know. As I, my memory, my mind's eye of it was that it was an older ballpark, like a, you know, like maybe even an old pro ballpark. But I, I don't. I'm not sure about that. And and Cameron may have something ten times different than that. But you know, it was also 40 years ago. So, uh, yeah. But that you know that the, the, so. I'm telling you all that to say I actually have some memories of the you know of of Lawton and Cameron all not a week at band or uh, debate camp not debate camp debate camp. But, I can only uh, imagine what that is like. That just I just uh, assume it is literally arguing the entire time, and mm-hmm. I structured arguments, structured yeah. arguments, which is even worse. Right, you can't go all Karen on anybody and yeah. just start whining about everything i would assume but yeah you know we probably did, I said, did i tell you i saw a, a karen in the wild yeah, you did yes. oh man she's giving it to a construction worker i mean i couldn't hear what she was saying through uh, as i was driving by but could there you, was some there was some points could you even there was some screams was it like crazy stuff or was it like was there an actual complaint well like i i don't know what built up to it she's walking on the sidewalk and and I can't even read lips. It is not a skill of mine, but mm-hmm. I assume it was being said like I'm here, I'm angry, and it's your fault. And like that's what was the that was what was Brennan. That's I don't need that clip. okay. That's uh, that's what the argument was. It wasn't. There was no argument. She was just expressing so, that she was angry. Okay. So and I can, was driving, so, and I couldn't. I was in. An, I was in the middle was lane. It downtown here. It was over here, okay. right in front of the uh, the old Taco Bell, right in between those cones. Okay. So it wasn't the proverbial like. Uh, 
like New York City construction worker kind of skit level type thing. Like, hey, baby, va-va-va-boom, <laughs> no. no. you know, and then she was like, you watch your mouth. It wasn't any of that. No, I don't think uh, there was any, like, cat calling or right, anything that's what like I that. Hey. No. Did you like that? Va-va-va-boom. Va-va-va-boom. Should, yeah. should I add that into my uh, everyday phrasing? Brennan could get it right now and add it to the thing. Maybe like, I we should, may need uh, that drop later. Try that, uh, try that on the missus tonight. See if it, you know, okay. if it works. Good luck. <laughs> Text me a little. We need a little code word if, it, if you're uh, successful. We need a little code word. Code for... word, Gus. I'm going to need a place to stay tonight. Can I drive over? Hey, back in the day, <laughs> this is the truth. Back in the day, going back 30 years, the the code word for that sort of uh, success, and you know, you know, this this has a context. Was the old uh, you call somebody up, just leave me a voicemail, and just go da na na da na na. <laughs> you could just chalk, you know, and then it's like, well, that's weird. Why did Clint call and leave da na na? Oh, I don't know. It's just Clint being silly, and then you're like, hey. He must uh, want me to tune into sports. Right. It must have been something really good in the top ten. Good so, job uh, by you, Clint. That is like that. You can I use really it. Like that. You can use it. I, you know what? I would let I fellow American really share like that. that as a thing that you do with your with your tribe with your people. <laughs> Hopefully, too old for that, aren't yeah. you? You're too old and too married for that, aren't you, Clint? <laughs> Sure, we'll go with that. Uh, <laughs> that was funny. Well, I'm never going to hear that. I'm angry and it's your fault. I am never going to hear... Bingo. Brennan's gotten so fast. Save I, that. Need a hotkey, dude. I'm never going to hear the da-na-na, da-na-na, ever, like the same way, oh, ever well, again. Good. Ever good. again. Uh, trying the, to make my mark around here, dude. Done. Uh, you you did that well before that. Uh, in a good way. Don't feel good about Iowa State and Oklahoma State. Those games think those are losses. Not sure what to expect with an early road trip up to Pullman as well as the Arizona road game. Only two home games that I'm leery about are the late season Colorado and West Virginia matchups. I'm going with an optimistic nine and three. Wreck them. Take it. Oh, oh, I am. Oh, yeah. I am. <laughs> I am. There he is. That's a, that's a, that is a peak sounder right there um you know it, it's i feel like I, I feel like it's where we were this time last year going you know what i'd take nine and three although this time last year we were all passing on nine and three that it's hard to look at a nine and three on paper and and turn my nose up at it especially knowing that we'll be a little bit younger mm-hmm. in 2024 and then we'll have the fifth year senior quarterback and all a lot of the older group and a lot of those guys that the McGuire recruiting class is starting to really filter in in 25. So when we come back, we'll get Brennan's play of the day. Also come back to this, what, what you were just talking about, because I agree, but then there is another comment on the chat line that I'm going to read, and it's a game's difference, but for some reason I, I feel drastically different about it. It's Tech Talk on Double T 97.3. Back with more next. The podcast that finishes your workday in a very Red Raider way. This is the Tech Talk Podcast from Double T 97.3. Presented by Cantex Roofing and Construction. What's the last thing you've had recently that you would actually qualify as blessing? Those are the clicks of thinking. Good little mm. drum beat. Um, yeah, yeah, that's good. Very bad day to challenge my. I tell you what, you, you kind of a food. You, what, you we, sit on that. The beauty we'll of busting is it could be food item, it could be these 
these jello shots, this song, right? Right? The, 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 these pants, right? Can't busting apply to anything or is busting uh, contextual? I think for me, You're it's young. More, Let's go, it's Riker. More Let's go for, get in here. It's food into. <laughs> Is it? Brennan's 45 years old. We've been over this. I was going to say, I'm an old soul. Well, the texter just said he was 12, so I don't know. The texter <laughs> just said he was like 14, so I don't know what's true. He's like it. a young 45. What is he? What's What is he? Benjamin Button in there? What are we doing? <laughs> There's some similar <laughs> qualities. But, well, so, all right. So, is busing really just a food item? I mean, is that the way you would say it? I genuinely don't have that word in my vocabulary, okay. so I, I can You know more about bussing than than, than him, Riker. but not yeah. as much as you, apparently, because you're being oddly specific I about it. I think it's the the way that food. I have, you know, understood it is that it's mostly about food, drink, that sort of thing. So if I walked into a club, I can't go, this place is bussing tonight. You could. I would like for you to do that. I know, we need to get I would like my, you to do I that tonight. Savannah, if you're listening, will you yeah. call into the I mean, show? We need, I, Savannah can give us the problem. Someone content. could be out there and be like, you are so wrong, you idiot. Ugh, somebody text my daughter. You're so dumb. You're text so dumb. text right. my daughter and tell her to text you're the so show dumb. and go, Dad, you're so dumb. <laughs> the, the proper use of bussing is... We're hip. We're cool. Uh, Brennan, please hit us up with your play of the day. Might need that as a clip, too. We're hip. We're cool. High screen on Robinson for Tariq. Right corner, Francis. Lines it for three. Halfway down and out. Offensive board, Owens. Back out to Francis. Shoots for three. Bang! Good night! A guns up three ball with 2.23 left. Dude. So one, one of the many highlights from uh, Texas Tech's home win over TCU back in 2019. I tried to find the clip of where... Tariq Owens had a swat, and then there's a three-pointer in transition, I think by either Culver or Mooney, but that was one of the sweetest sequences ever. Mm. I couldn't find it, so how about a good night, Frogs call yep. uh, for your play of the day? Yep. Great I pull. like that. Good, good. Yeah, I was going to say, Great that's pull. good work by you, dude. Yeah. That makes up for your no take on the bussing. <laughs> for being third like, place in a race you should not be in dang. third place on. I'll take third place instead of silver. <laughs> third place to a 57-year-old, bro. <laughs> mm. uh, okay, so, Gus, I wanted to get into this. Uh, we got a 9-3 and three prediction for Texas Tech football based off of the... How to uh, use bussing in a sentence. Go ahead. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> I'm right. All right, we're coming back okay. to this. Okay, okay. Well, you can just do it now if you want to. You seem more passionate about it. Here are some examples of how to use bussin' in a sentence. That new album is bussin'. You need to listen to it ASAP. This pizza is bussin'. I can't okay. stop eating it. Yes. I just got these new sneakers and they're bussin'. I love yeah. them. This party is bussin'. You should come through. And my hair is bussin' today. I'm feeling myself. So bussin' works for a whole lot more than you over there with your M&Ms. And your jello shot. These Sour Thank Patch you. kids are bussing, Gus. Right, there you go, right there. there. Are we kind of behind on that though? Does it really matter at this point? No, man. I don't. I don't. I think I don't think it matters timeline wise, Gus. That's just me defending myself. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> poor, poor effort by you, dude. Always. <laughs> now, Gus, congratulations on your victory. Uh, we got a nine and three prediction based off of the schedule release, and. I am with you that for the nine and three 
I would take that right now. I would take a nine and three. Yeah. Um, yep. Uh, the, the next comment was a question. Eight and four, Gus, take it or leave it. Mm. How do you feel about the game mm. difference there? The one mm. game win loss difference there. I know that, that, uh, I should probably let, uh, I should probably be smart about this, but you know what? I just, I don't know. I'd like to think that, yeah, I don't know, man. I don't know if I'm taking it eight and four Uh, and, and you know what? I'm not saying I wouldn't, if they did that, it's yet another step forward, Mm -hmm. you know, but I, I just feel like, um, yeah. I, I I just feel like in terms of house money versus whatever, um, I'm leaving it. I'm I'm I again. I know th- I told you I felt drastically different about eight and four to nine and three as far as the bird in the hand conversation because uh, you've got seven home games this year and they're all seven incredibly winnable ball games. Yep. And, and and that's not the key. and that's not to mention what you're going to be able to hopefully do on the road this year. Um, because, I mean, you go to Washington State. How do we feel about that game right now? I think I felt more nervous about going to Wyoming, which clearly didn't work, le- this past year than I do to Pullman I know. right now. Um, just just how I feel. And then Arizona, what are they going to be? Because, I mean, I mean, a month ago it felt like we were going, this is – this is one of the hot teams coming in, right? And, sure. and they're new. Um, they had a terrific year. They have this coach who's turned around the program. Um, they have retaining like 18 out of 22 starters. They're they're young. They're talented. And now it just feels completely different with Arizona. I, I mean, to me, it was going, could that be a 10-win Wildcat team to, I think they feel more like a 7-5 and five team, but we still got to see what it looks like. What does the new coach do? All of this kind of transition talk for Arizona has me feeling very different about that game. Could you still go over to Arizona and lose? Sure. Yeah. But it's it's an addition thing, right? Because I don't think TCU is going to just take steps forward uh, from what you saw last year. And so that's a road game. Who says you can't go get that? Now, I agree with the, in the 9-3 and three comment, the ones that I would say, quote-unquote, feel the, the worst about are going to Iowa State in November and then going to Oklahoma State, just because I think Oklahoma State will be towards the top end of the of the uh, the Big Twelve. But I'm I'm trying not to say lock in eight wins because we're all a little gun shy right now, and why mm-hmm. wouldn't you be? But I'm certainly rolling the dice on it. Yeah, I'm with you, and, and you know the proper way to manage risk and do the you know sit in a sort of a colder you know, analytics, algorithm, whatever would, would have to incorporate depth and level of risk involving an injury to your quarterback and some of those things like that has to factor in. And, and, and Clint, this goes back to something we talked about in December, probably. And you were probably on the other side of the glass over there. You may remember this, but we talked about what our guess is for Vegas over and under season win total. Mm-hmm. And I think we settled on, we think it'll, and maybe you can look it up, but uh, seven and a half is what we think Tech's over under win total will be this year. Mm-hmm. And so with that in mind, I'm hoping for nine and three. 
11 and 1 you know but you know that's, that's 12 and where, 0 that's where when you say 8 and 4 I go I hate to hate to dump on 8 and 4 because you know the injury thing and I and, and again I'm trying to tap the brakes on where I was last year and just how riddled that position has been but man I would love two healthy healthy years from this this gunslinging number 2 here yeah Morton that and I I think with everybody feels a lot better about the receiving core mm-hmm. going into this year. And that is, that is past just what you're bringing in in Micah Hudson. Um, and uh, I, I think you will see hopefully not just baby steps. Like hopefully you will see big steps from the offense this year. Um, all the youth that you played on defense that, I mean, if, if you're being honest, unfortunately was forced into mm-hmm. action. And delivered um, for But the delivered, yeah, yeah, and that's the part. But delivered, um, and you retained a lot of those guys, which not everyone um, can say that the amount, you know, percentage-wise that you did retain through the portal. And I, I just think you are in a, a really good spot. I also think part of it is the Big 12. We talked about it being uh, feeling even. I think it's going to be competitive, too, because I don't think anyone in the Big 12 is even close to elite. I mean, do you? Yeah, no. And, and, no. And so it's the mix of everything where, yeah, I would absolutely roll that dice right now. But we've also been burnt before. So. Those uh, predictions are bussing. That- I've got, by the way, to your... To your declaration, I've got some backup on the chat line Ooh. from a younger listener who apparently is also shaking their head in disappointment, which makes sense. It's Tech Talk on Double T 97.3. This has been the Tech Talk Podcast, presented by Cantex Roofing and Construction. Check out our library of Double T 97.3 podcasts at double T 97.3.com.